I'm Andrew Smith. This is Today in Church History, a place we're reminded that history is truly his story. History is the story of God and the demonstration of his glory in the theater of world events. Today is February 18th, 2020. But on this day in history, February 18th, 1546, at approximately 3 a.m., the great reformer Martin Luther breathed his last. History records several statements Luther made in the hours leading up to his death. Through the efforts of Jonas Justus, a close friend and associate of Luther who pastored in Hale, we know the state of mind and soul that Luther maintained right up until the end. Jonas stood with Luther at the Deet of Worms and was also sitting with Luther when the great doctor died. During the 16th century, the Roman church superstitiously believed that wicked people often died suddenly, a manifestation of the devil coming to snatch them away to hell. Rumors began circulating up to a year before Luther's actual death, reporting that he had died in terror for his own soul. One such pamphlet was written in Italian and translated into German for Luther to read. The tract claimed that before he died, Luther asked for his body to be placed on an altar and worshipped. It then recounted a bizarre experience of a mighty uproar of hell itself in which the devil and his host were indicating defeat once Luther's body was placed in the grave. In the sky appeared a wafer, which turned into the body of Christ. This effectively silenced the noise of hell. Hell had been defeated because Luther, the heretic, had died. The track went on to argue that Protestants had time to repent of Luther's teachings and place their faith back in the Roman church, the pillar of truth. Now Luther, himself still alive and well, wrote the tract off by saying not to be alarmed that the devil's company of the Pope and Papists were so hostile to him to fabricate such an account. This was typical Luther indeed. The fact is, Luther was honest about his own death, demonstrated resolve in the one and only true gospel that he preached, and even joked about the looming reality, telling his colleagues that soon, and I quote, he would lie down in his coffin and give the maggots a fat doctor to consume, end quote. But before he died, Luther was committed to another mission, perhaps a surprising one compared to his many efforts. Luther though admitting he was, and I quote, half dead, agreed to travel to his hometown of Eisleben to help settle a dispute between two brothers, the Counts of Mansfield, who were having difficulty regarding the distribution of their inheritance. Luther arrived with cheering crowds and an entourage accompanying him. Knowing the end was near, Luther began pinning his final will and testament, writing in part, and I quote, I am well known in heaven, on earth, and in hell. End quote. Traveling with his sons, servants, and colleagues, Luther was never short on humor. Though knowing a half-dead man should not make such a journey, Luther nevertheless took everything in stride. When the ice storms made the crossings of rivers treacherous, Luther played a game by naming the chunks of ice approaching their ferry those of familiar Anabaptist opponents and Roman Catholic priests and bishops. Luther could not travel without being asked to preach, even though his order of business was to help settle the dispute between the two brothers. So Luther preached at St. Andrew's Church in Eisleben on January 31st, and then again on February 2nd, the 7th, and the 14th. Among these last sermons, 
Luther summoned sinners to come to Christ, saying, and I quote, Remain faithful to Christ's words and come to him. On February 17th, the negotiations with the brothers all but concluded, so Luther retired to bed praying Psalm 31.6, a common deathbed prayer. I hate those who pay regard to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. That was 10 o'clock. At 1 o'clock, Luther was awakened by a heart attack. Anointing oils did not help the chills and pains in his chest to subside. The gathering crowd around his bed thought that the cold chills were a sign that he was recovering. Luther, however, knew better. In his last sermon, he announced to those standing by, This is the cold sweat of death. I will give up the spirit because my illness is getting worse. Referencing the words of Simeon found in Luke 2.29, Luther proclaimed, I will go in peace and joy. Amen. Additionally, he cited John 3.16, pointing to salvation only coming through God's Son. Justice Jonas, the writer of these events, says in part, and I quote, Luther died in the early morning hours, still and patient as always. He did not fear death. The painter, Lucas Fertinagel, drew a sketch of his face and took his death mask. Afterwards, we laid his body in repose at St. Andrews and sounded the church bells so that the people of Eisleben could come and pay their final respects. Luther was placed in Wittenberg Castle Church on February 22nd. Now, in a twist of irony, Luther died in his hometown of Eisleben within eyesight of the baptismal font of his baptism as an infant. His body was then taken to the castle church in Wittenberg, where he nailed his 95 theses, being buried there underneath the pulpit. From the baptismal font of his infancy to the pulpit of his adulthood, the Lord sovereignly traced every step of Martin Luther's life. He lived as a man of faith in the one and only true gospel, and died as a man of faith in the same gospel. He lived to declare the truth of the gospel, and he died declaring the same truth of the gospel. May such be the legacy of all God's people, to finish well, knowing the full faith and assurance that Christ is the author and finisher of our faith. Such was Luther's boast. May that be ours as well until the very end. Today, February 18, 1546, Martin Luther died. He was a brilliant theologian used mightily by God, writing and preaching with unparalleled wit and depth. However, perhaps his best statement was his last statement. Found on a scrap of paper by his deathbed were penned the words, We are beggars. This is true. <laughs>